Hey, I'm Mary Ellen Dance, licensed mental health counselor and owner of Pittsburgh Therapy. I'm on a mission to strip away the stigma surrounding therapy and mental health and talk about how we can use the culture of self-improvement for our benefit rather than our demise. I used to think I was doing life all wrong, from getting fired from a dream job to advising clients on relationships while I myself was trying to sort through that dumpster fire. But then I realized my imperfections are what made me a good therapist. So join me on a journey, not to be perfect, but to be, well, okay-ish. Welcome, your session has now started. Hey everyone, boy do I have a lot to talk about today. (laughs) I was planning on talking about social comparison today because, you know, we are in this world of social media and we're connected to people all the time and we're seeing people's highlight reels, but not what's actually going on behind the scenes. And so I had this whole plan to talk about social comparison. And then some things came up this week for me about boundaries and self-esteem and insecurities. And I realized that they're actually all related. Comparing ourselves to others, having boundary with others, our own self-esteem, our own insecurities. We can talk about these all day. Well, at least I can talk about them all day. But for me, they've been very related recently. And I, I want to tell you a little bit about that. So let's start with kind of reviewing what social comparison is and, you know, why it's not great, but why it's actually a little bit good in some ways. And then I'm going to go into talking about how we can have boundaries related to social comparison. And stay tuned because it might not be what you actually think it is. So let's dive into social comparison here. So comparison culture, again, hopefully we've heard about this. Comparison culture is the the phenomenon of social media kind of pitting us against each other because we're repeatedly comparing ourselves to, you know, fake versions of each other. I know I typically don't post bad pictures of me on Instagram. I'm only going to post good pictures of me. There's this thing called the social comparison theory, which is it basically means the the innate drive we all innately want to evaluate ourselves to others right we just are born with wanting to you know evaluating our own attitudes or abilities personality traits intellectual levels with others so we're all born we all innately have this drive to compare ourselves to others. And now in the world, it's really easy to compare ourselves to others because we are literally bombarded with other people all the time with social media. And so again, I am sure we have heard, it's the highlight reel, don't take it too seriously. That's all well and good. Logically, we can understand that. Logically, we can say, yeah, I know this is the highlight reel. But that doesn't mean that it feels that way. That doesn't mean that it doesn't still feel crappy when we open Instagram or whatever social media tool we're using and we see all these people, you know, living their best lives. I hate that I just said that. It doesn't make it any harder, right? So 
with talking about this, before I go any further, I want to know that comparing ourselves to others is is a normal thing that we all do, and it's not necessarily bad all of the time. Again, social comparison theory says that that we all do it. And there are some pros of comparing ourselves to others. We can sometimes get hope and inspiration from others. On Instagram, I post a lot of psychology stuff. And so the the algorithm has it so that you know, I get a lot of psychology stuff. I get a lot of therapists on my on my Instagram feed. And sometimes it can be really great. Sometimes it gives me inspiration. Sometimes I look at things and say, hey, I kind of want to be like them. That's a great idea. I'm gonna, you know, do something like that. Um it can be it can be motivational in that way. Some pros of social comparison are that it can also give us a social identity. When I see people online that are doing things similar to what I'm doing, that are also therapists, that maybe also own their own business or have a podcast, I can say, hey, I don't feel alone in this, right? There's other people out there doing this. There's other people that I can relate to. That's a good thing, right? We like that. We can learn new things by comparing ourselves to others. Again, I learn new things Every day when I go on social media and I say, oh, they're doing this or they're talking about this. That's so interesting. I wonder if I could do this, right? It's awesome. There are actually a lot of pros to comparing ourselves to others. Another pro that I will identify in comparing ourselves to others is that it can help check ourselves. So what I mean by that is it can help us stay grounded to compare ourselves to others right? It's important to be humble. It's important to have confidence, but also be humble, right? We're always kind of balancing this line, but we can check ourselves with others and say, okay, I'm not alone. They're also doing this. I'm doing things really, really well. I could always be improving. It kind of helps keeps us grounded, check ourselves, right? Social comparison can also help us have gratitude, Sometimes we see people who maybe they're not as fortunate as us. Maybe they don't have some opportunities that we have. That's another way it can help us check ourselves and be like, wow, I have a lot to be thankful for. I have a lot to be grateful for. And it can help us focus on the positive, right? There's actually a lot of pros of this. And I don't think we talk about the pros very often because as I'll get into in a second, there are a lot of cons of social comparison, but there can be pros. It's not all bad, but I think we already know the cons of social comparison. It can lead to jealousy. For me personally, social comparison increases my insecurities a ton. Like I said, I see a lot of therapists on my feed or other podcasters, and I think, oh, they're doing so much better than me. What am I doing wrong? This is terrible. I must be bad. I struggle with that so much personally. It can lead to dissatisfaction, right? Like, oh, I'm happy with my life. I like my life. And then I go on social media and I see all these other people's lives. And now suddenly I'm not satisfied. It can also lead to overconfidence, right? It can lead to some cockiness. Some a little bit like, haha, I'm better than you, which that's not good at all. It can promote being judgmental. Oh my gosh, don't even get me started on like trolls online. People are so judgmental online. People are so competitive online. I am not a very competitive person. 
at all. I'm the type of person that's like, I want both teams to have fun. I'm not competitive at all. But I find myself being competitive. And I know that it's out of insecurities. I know that it's out of jealousy and just like, oh my gosh, it's terrible. So often these cons of social comparison are are outweighing the pros so much. So the pros of, you know, being motivated, being grateful, finding our social group or social identity, those are often just completely, completely washed away. Because on top of it, there's this jealousy and insecurity and dissatisfaction and judgments and biases. And I have a client and she kind of waffles back and forth between the pros of social comparison, between the pros and cons of social comparison. So like some days she'll be having a good day and she'll be like, I feel really confident. Like, look at all I've done. I'm this age and I already have these things and I'm really proud of myself and I'm really grateful. And then like the next day or the next time I see her, she'll be like, oh, why does everyone else have it figured out instead of me? I'm so behind all these people are so much happier than me. Everyone's so far ahead of me, right? So she kind of goes back and forth between these pros and cons. And let me tell you, for her, it's exhausting. And I bet that we have also all been on the other side of the cons. I'm sure whether we realize it or not, there are people out there who are jealous of us. There are people out there who, because of that jealousy or insecurity or whatever it may be, they're judgmental towards us. They're feeling competitive with us. I bet that's happening, whether we know it or not. It's happened to me. And I'm going to let you know right now that it feels like shit. I have had people come to me and say, well, you're doing this wrong with your business. Like random people, <laughs> like random people from Instagram, you know, like not someone who who I'm asking for feedback or who it's appropriate to, you know, give me feedback or who I can learn from. Just like random people. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> and then I feel insecure and then I feel jealous and then I think I'm doing something wrong and then I could then compare myself to them. And then it becomes this like back and forth comparison game when really we're comparing apples and oranges. What I'm doing has nothing to do with what somebody else is doing. Even other people who are like me, right? Even other therapists, even other business owners, even other podcasters, my life is completely different than theirs and vice versa. But we're still in this like jealous comparison insecurity game. And I just have to tell you all that I'm exhausted from it. I am absolutely exhausted. Lately, I've been seeing a lot on Instagram about people posting workout poses, right? So so girls in like leggings and a sports bra posting like a posed workout picture. And so what I've been seeing on Instagram is on one side, they'll, they'll post like the posed picture where they look like they're like all ripped and, you know, and all of these things. And then on the other side, they'll be like, and this is when I exhaled. And so on the one hand, I'm really happy that that's happening. You know, that people are showing like, okay, here's a posed version. And here's me just like sitting, not posed, breathing like normal, not sucking in. Like on the one hand, I appreciate that. And I think that's a step in the right direction. But then on the other hand, I have to ask myself, why are we still doing the posed photos? Like, can we just all agree to do regular photos where we're 
you know, breathing in the photos because it's important to breathe where we're not cutting off our circulation to have pants fit. And as much as I see these photos, it still gets to me. I'm sure it still gets to all of us. It still gets to me of like, ooh, but even when I'm posed, do I look that good? Or does this happen? It's ingrained in us. This comparison is just ingrained in us. I have an 18-month-old niece. She's adorable. And she is very into um, like pointing to body parts, right? So somebody will say, where's your nose? And she'll, you know, touch her nose. Where, where's your head? And she'll touch her head, that kind of thing. And she's very into belly buttons. So she loves to like lift up her shirt and, you know, stick her finger in her belly button. And so she'll, she'll go looking for other people's belly buttons. So like she'll, she'll point to her belly button and then she'll look at her mom, my sister-in-law, and point to my sister-in-law's belly button and kind of try to lift my sister-in-law's shirt a little bit to show her belly button. And my sister-in-law said to me that she has to actively think and actively remind herself to not say something about her stomach when her baby does this. That shows how much this this comparison, this self-deprecating, this whatever it is is ingrained in us that my sister-in-law has to try to think, okay, don't say anything about your stomach. Don't say anything about your stomach because obviously that's not, you know, healthy for, she doesn't want her child to grow up with, you know, the same insecurities. And it's happened to me when my niece has been, you know, where's your belly button? Well, she can't really say that yet, but <laughs> um, I'm like, oh gosh, I don't want her to see my belly button. She's 18 months old. She doesn't care. She doesn't know any difference. But this is so ingrained in us. It's ingrained in us to defend ourselves. Right? Even these pictures that are showing, okay, here's the fake posted version and here's the, or here's the fake posed version and here is the, you know, not posed version. That's still defending ourselves. Well, I only look this way because I'm not posed, because I'm slouching, because I'm exhaling, because I'm, you know, I ate that morning, so I'm bloated. Like these are all normal things. These are all normal things. We, no matter who you are, no matter how confident you are, we all have insecurities. And comparing my insecurities to somebody else's confidence, or maybe it's their fake confidence or perceived confidence because it's on social media or I don't know the whole story, that's just not a fair comparison. And like I said, we, it's natural to do so. I don't want any of us beating ourselves up for comparing us to other people because it's a natural thing. We all do it. But this is where boundaries come into play. I was with a friend last night and I was talking about podcast topics and, you know, what the next few weeks of topics are going to be. And he said, give me some juice about boundaries. I want some juicy stuff. Not like the boring stuff about boundaries. Give me some juice about that. So here's some juice. We have to set boundaries with ourselves. We all know that we can limit our time on social media. We all know that we can remind ourselves that, you know, one person's highlight reel is is just that. It's a highlight reel. We don't know what's happening behind closed doors. We can all remind ourselves. But I'm here to tell you that I don't think that's enough. I don't think that's enough. When we are being bombarded with comparison at everywhere we look, we have to really hold ourselves accountable. We have to stop following social media accounts that upset us. We need to, you know, maybe not hang out with people that 
we're really jealous of or that put us in a bad headspace. Maybe set boundaries with those. Like this person I'm kind of jealous of. And and that's a me problem. And so I'm going to keep my distance a little bit. We have to set our bound, set those boundaries with ourselves, or maybe, maybe recognizing I am not in a good headspace today, so I'm not going to go on social media, or I'm not in a good headspace today, and even though this friend is lovely, I know it's going to be a trigger for me, so I'm just going to, you know, not spend time with them. Nothing against them. This is all boundaries with ourselves and recognizing where we're at. Right. I'm in a place where I'm making negative comparisons. These comparisons are not pros to me and I'm stuck in negative comparisons. So I have to remove myself. That's a boundary. That's setting a boundary with ourself. Another boundary we have to set when it comes to this comparison obsession that we seem to all have, at least I know I have, even though I try not to, is we have to not take things personally. This one is a doozy. I tend to take things personally all the time. I know this is way easier said than done. And I'm actually going to um, tell all of you about something that happened to me this week. And and it's kind of awkward to talk about because it, it makes me uncomfortable because it makes me insecure. Someone I know yelled at me this week. In a social situation, they raised their voice towards me. I took it personally. I started crying. I went home and I thought, what am I doing wrong? This person's yelling at me. I must have, am I a terrible person? Like truly I thought these things. I was like, I must be a terrible person. This person wasn't yelling at anyone else. They just raised their voice towards me. Like clearly they're mad at me. Clearly I need to do something different. I need to change. What do I need to do now? I think it's important to look at ourselves, look at our own behaviors, you know, How can I change my part in this? Did I do something wrong? Do I want to grow? Do I want to change? Do I have something to apologize for? You know, that kind of thing. That's that's important. But I had to really sit back and think, wait, if I upset this person, if this person is upset with me, I'm okay with talking about it. I'd love to talk about it. I don't want to upset anyone. But someone yelling at me is not appropriate. Someone trying to make me feel bad Because they, I don't know what's going on in their head, but probably some type of social comparison, self-esteem, insecurity situation going on with them that has nothing to do with me does not make it appropriate for them to yell at me. And it doesn't have anything to do with me. But guess what? I had to work that out on my own. That's a me thing. I can't control that they yelled at me. That's their work to do, not mine. But I can control how I perceived it, how I understood it. And I can control not falling into the cons of comparison. Well, why are they just yelling at me? Did they yell at anyone else? Are they better than me? Are they smarter than me? Do they have a point? Do, you know, am I just terrible and they're great? All of those things that went through my head that truly went through my head, all of those things are social comparisons. (laughs) They all are. Why did they pick me to yell at? Why didn't they pick someone else? That's all social comparison. So if we can hold ourselves accountable for, you know, setting the boundaries with with social media, with being around people, that kind of thing, but also hold ourselves accountable for this is this is them. This is not on me. If it is on me, can I, you know, do something about it, take responsibility, all of that? Can I use it as a pro to motivate me, encourage me, all of that? Or is it a con? Is it a con of social comparison and so it's just hurting me? 
boundaries are way more about us than the other person. Just like our social comparisons are way more about us than the other person. The person yelling at me, the person posting on social media, they're not thinking about me. That's all about them. But we're over here comparing ourselves and making it about us. Now, I will say that sometimes we do have to involve the other person. So for example, this situation that happened to me this week, I said, please don't speak to me this way. It makes me uncomfortable. They did not take it well. (laughs) They didn't stop. And when they didn't stop, I removed myself from the situation. But I want to point out that I didn't say, stop yelling. I didn't say, what's wrong with you? I didn't try to defend myself. With social comparisons, we often feel like the urge to defend ourselves. Well, you know, I'm not at this level in my career like this person is because blah, 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 blah. We have this urge to defend ourselves. Defending ourselves, fighting about it, is keeping us stuck in that social comparison world. Whereas taking us out of it, hey, please don't speak to me this way. Hey, I'm going to unfollow this account. Hey, I'm going to not spend time with you right now. That's taking us out of this social comparison bubble. It's setting ourselves up for more success. Going back to my client who kind of vacillates between the, the, the good type of social comparison, the motivating, grateful type of social comparison to the jealous, insecure type of social comparison. When she's in the jealous, insecure type of social comparison, the, the number one thing she wants to do is to figure it out. Like she wants to be like, okay, so let's make a list of why I'm better than them or why they're better than me or how I can be better. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Because that's keeping us in the comparison bubble. It's keeping us on that hamster wheel of comparison. But if we take ourselves out and be like, okay, I'm feeling insecure. Let me look at that insecurity because that insecurity is all about me and not about them. Let me look at that and explore that. That's going to help us get out of this negative social comparison cycle. It's going to help us to set those appropriate boundaries. And quite frankly, it's going to help us to feel okay-ish. Please follow me wherever you're listening to this podcast and on Instagram at okayish podcast. Also, I would love it if you could rate the podcast and leave a review. The best way to get in contact with me is to go to okayishpodcast.com and submit a comment, question. You can do it anonymously too, which is so great. I will see you guys next Monday. I can't wait. <laughs>